Welcome to the Rich Feet Podcast with Dr. Tanisha Richmond. This podcast is sponsored by the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic, where they specialize in happy feet. Each episode highlights the best of Dr. Richmond's radio show, providing bite-sized clips of advice. Let's jump right into the show. I guess the latest, well, we are actually in peak fungus season. <laughs> so athlete's foot, toenail fungus, funky feet, it's time because it's warming up. Why not? Because it's getting hot. So fungus like warm, moist, dark environments. Well, people wear sandals in the summer and they're getting plenty of air. Yeah, but then not everyone does. Okay. You know, we're in a high manufacturing area, so people are wearing steel-toed boots. You know, we have a lot of manufacturing here, a lot of transportation here. So people are wearing shoes, tennis shoes. They may be getting their feet wet. So it's a lot of heat going on. (laughs) And then the temperature is rising. So, you know, our feet have been cold for most of the year. And now that they're getting put back in, you know, going into shoes and it's a warm, moist environment, dark environment, the fungus is flourishing. And then people are starting to look at their feet. They're starting to go to sandals. So they're looking down at their feet and noticing things that may not have been going on last year or that they haven't even paid attention to to now. Is there a vaccine for that? No, (laughs) no vaccines. There are medications, there are pills, there are creams, but no vaccines. Not yet. How do we make sure, how do we take care of our feet during this particular time of year, this season? We're sweating a lot, as you say. We continue to wear gym shoes and, and heavy socks and steel boat, steel toe boots. Mm-hmm. How do we protect our feet? Wash them. <laughs> are you suggesting that maybe some people are not washing their feet? Yes. <laughs> the first step is to wash them daily. Clean between your toes daily. I say take a towel after you get out and floss between your toes. Get that debris and toe jam out of there. That's lovely places for fungus to live. Change your socks daily. If you do have odor, start with over-the-counter products first, like your foot sprays, your foot powders. If if you're getting super wet at work or you're super sweaty, when you get home at night, take the inserts out. Let let everything dry out and breathe. And then also you can spray all your shoes down with Lysol. Well, the, okay, now we're talking about the sweaty part of it. What if, how do I start with only kind of stuff if I have uh, corns? Well, see, that's a different problem. Corns and calluses. First question is, are you diabetic? If you are diabetic, you cannot do anything but come see a podiatrist. I'm do not. It's not safe. It, yes, because you, a diabetic, they'll go get those acid pads that has acid in it. If you cannot feel pain, you will not feel the acid eating a hole in your foot. Mm. If you're diabetic and you want to pull out a knife, blade, or some other sharp, sharp object, you could cut yourself, get an infection, end up in the hospital, possibly get an amputation. No. So if you're diabetic, you can do nothing to your feet but put lotion on them. If you are not a diabetic, I would start off with pumice stones, like use a pumice stone on your calluses after you take a bath. I would not suggest the cheese grater or the slicer thingy. 
I wouldn't suggest that. If you do decide to go to a pedicure, you need to be looking at their sanitary practices. You need to be watching how they're cleaning. Are your instruments being cleaned between use? Are they sterilized? Are they just coming out in, in a general container? So, because there's a lot of people I take care of that catch fungal infections from the pedicures. So you have to be really watching that. That's why in my office, I have a diabetic-friendly foot spa where we do diabetic-friendly foot soak. So your feet get scrubbed with a pumice stone, pumice stone scrub, massage, private room, music, lights, massage chair. And then me or Dr. Ruff and the other podiatrist that works for me, we do your nails and calluses for you. Mm -hmm. So you get the pampering, but then you get the safe part as well. How important is it not to share the toenail clips and things with family members? It's important not to share or at least clean them and soak them with alcohol or spray them down with alcohol between use. But if you got a cousin with toe fungus really bad, I wouldn't share with them because potentially you could catch it. But most of the time, fungus is usually caught after some sort of trauma or chronic exposure, like you stub your toe, you traumatize the nail real bad, and then the fungus moves in, or it's just a chronic thing. Say you live with someone and they have fungus and you're both walking barefoot in the house, you, they may drop spores and then you walk behind them and catch it. So you don't recommend that without shoes walking down on carpet and floors or something inside on not not unless you live alone, but if you, especially if you got young boys <laughs> or a husband, I wouldn't do it. So we are the ones who's spreading this stuff. Right? Usually, usually it is. And then, of course, from the Vietnam era was an excep exceptional case of fungus that came back from Vietnam, that jungle rot. That's where it came from. It came from the jungles of Vietnam. And it's still in our environment, the really, really bad athlete's foot. But most of the time, the worst cases of athlete's foot I see in men, men and boys. How often should we change house shoes? I would say you may just want to spray them with Lysol every now and then. I wouldn't say you have to throw them out. Now, if you're a diabetic and they got holes in them and stuff, it's time for them to go because you really want something that's thick enough to protect your feet from like nails, stepping on a nail tack or needle. So if they're holy <laughs> with holes, I would get rid of them. But I mean, if they're just kind of worn out, I would just spray them probably with some Lysol annually. Annually? What do you mean, yearly? Yeah, yearly. And that's enough? That's for enough the okay. for the most part. Okay. If you're just putting around the house at all. Okay. Now, as we move forward and with COVID-19 and other kinds of uh, vaccines that we're taking, the medication there, how does it work with or does it cooperate well with the medication that we might take? You mean with the vaccine? With the vaccine and, and, and our foot problems? Oh, honestly, I can't answer that question because that's too general of a question. You really would have to be looking at the specific medications and then you have to be talking to your doctor like some of the medic. So if you're on like what's called immunosuppressants, any drug that can affect your immune system, like some of the rheumatoid drugs, say you're on chemo drugs, HIV, different drugs like that. You need to be talking to your doctor first to get approved to take the 
vaccine. And then, of course, if you have any questions about taking the vaccine, you should talk to your primary care physician. The only pills mostly that I write, I don't think would affect the immune system. Maybe I do write a medication for toenail fungus, but my main concern with that medication is the affecting the liver or platelets, which we do check. We do blood work baseline blood work and we check blood work while you're taking the medication for me. But other than that, any medications that I may write, I wouldn't be as concerned about it. But if you are, you need to talk to your doctor and have a conversation about that. So as we move forward, as the weather gets warm, as the weather really gets hot, let's let's, let's go through this one more time. (laughs) What do we look for in our feet other than the fact that they're sweaty? Odor, itching, peeling. And then also between your toes, it starts turning white or green (laughs) between your toes. So once it gets green, it's challenging there. Yeah, you have to go on some pills, (laughs) some antibiotics most likely. You have a, it's a nice little bacteria that likes to live between your toes called Pseudomonas. And we have to put you on some antibiotics to get rid of it. We can get rid of it, but it's something you got to usually take some pills for a couple weeks to get rid of. Strengthening your immune system can help your feet up. Uh, does it matter? Well, when you talk about strengthening or decreasing your immune system, so in diabetics, high blood sugar damages your immune system. So it slows down the the your immune system ability to fight infection. So that's why when a diabetic presents in the hospital, say they have a horrific infection of the foot, mm-hmm. usually their sugars are through the roof. They're usually five, six thousand. And that's the infection is just going haywire because the cells that fight off infection don't work at that point or they're they're not working. So the best part of immunity is just being healthy. Just taking care of yourself overall. So taking, you know, eating a healthy diet. If you're diabetic, eating healthy. You know, if you have renal disease, following that diet. If you have liver disease, following that diet. Whatever your health issues are is maintaining and keeping that health issue at bay. Because ultimately, if you don't, it can kill you with all the different side effects. So a a healthy immune system and a healthy body also protects the feet. Yes. The foundation. Yes. I'm I'm wondering now, I'm eating right, I'm I'm taking all of my vitamins as I should, but somehow there's corn on my toe. But that's a different problem. (laughs) That's the shape of your foot. So a corneal toe may come from a hammer toe, or it may come from the way your foot is just shaped. So that's biomechanical. That's the bones of your foot. That has nothing to do with your health. And then it also could be your shoe gear. So if you're a guy that likes to wear a certain type of them, like to wear them gaiters, <laughs> and you've got a triple Yeah, you got a triple E foot. You want to put your, your triple E in a one E. <laughs> or you want to go down a shoe size like some women like to do, your foot is going to scrunch up to fit in that shoe. And whatever surfaces that chronically rub in that shoe, we'll create that, huh? it will create a callus. Well, is it wise then to check with the uh, you to make sure that I'm, I'm buying the right Size and width. well, I would. I do have the it's the the old school branding devices in my office, but I will advise you 
very quickly to stay away from leather shoes if you have a lot of hammer toes, bunions, if you have hot spots. So like say you're black, but you got a red spot on your bunion. That's a hot spot. That means that area is high risk for breaking down. So if you're getting those kind of high rubbing areas, you need to change. I always say stay away from leather because leather doesn't give. I like soft shoes that are made of soft material that just go around your lump and bumps and don't rub your calluses. And uh, is there such thing as summertime shoes and wintertime shoes? That's a must wear to protect myself. Yeah, you can wear them. Like you can wear your boots and stuff out, but when you're in the house, you know, you're going to put around in something soft. Like I actually have a patient now who's diabetic. He has a huge bunion on one of his feet and he has an ulcer on it. So the only time he gets to wear a hard shoe is when he comes to see me. And I tell him, when you get home, get out of this shoe. I actually wanted to put him in a walking boot, but he didn't want to wear one. But he can't wear that shoe all the time because this is going to keep rubbing that bunion and then rubbing and keep that ulcer now, reopening. A, a walking boot is those wide ones that... The big plastic boots with the Velcro. Yeah. Yes. That's not, that's not cool. Uh, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm not here to make you cool. I'm here to help you heal. <laughs> that, does, that does not go well with the outfit. Well, you can be dazzling. <laughs> you can uh, actually. My colleague that was just on the phone, one of her patients, be dazzled her walking boot. <laughs> Might be a new business. So you call it a fashion statement? Huh? You can do whatever you want to, <laughs> long as you wear it. But you must wear. Now, with a walking boot, should you wear socks with those? Yes, you wear socks. Yes. Because it's technically like a walking cast. Hmm. And the boot just it gives you the ability to take it off at night and wash your feet or wash your leg. So gout is it is a chronic problem. It's more commonly found in men. Um, and women usually is postmenopausal women. It's interesting he's talked about the warning going in. That's the Yes, you, they, they teach us as a red hot swollen foot. But people, yes, who have gout, they know it's coming. And like he said, they know what they ate <laughs> over time. And usually when new people have that people who come in who are just starting to get gout, I always tell them to try and monitor what they eat. So they'll know, like if you have to, you're going out or like in the holiday season, you tend, uh, gout tends to spike because we're eating so much. During that time of year. So you want to really get on taking your gout medications and, you know, prepping yourself for possible gout attacks. Well, we're close to the end, but before we leave, I'd like for you to recap, let us know (laughs) how to get in contact with you and appointments and insurance and whatever we need to do to make sure that we're taking care of our feet. Okay, so if you wanted to give me a call, the office number is 937-228. Three six six eight. If you are an existing patient, you can go to the website richfeet.org and click request an appointment tab. There are open slots on that tab for you to schedule yourself an appointment. I repeat, if you are an existing patient, if you are a new patient, you need to call 937-228-3668. We are located in the Charles R. Drew Health Center at 1323 West 3rd Street in the Wright Dunbar area. You come through the door and make a right. And also Rich Feet Boutique is located there as well. 
where I have over probably 200 different types of face masks, different types of sweatshirts, hoodies, jackets. You can see pictures of those. Rich Feet, Rich Feet Boutique on Facebook. And if you Google me through Google Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic, you can also see pictures of the different styles of masks and T-shirts and everything. Doc is going to put you. Oh, thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's show with Dr. Richmond, sponsored by the Richmond Foot and Ankle Clinic. The clinic is located at 1323 West 3rd Street in Dayton, Ohio, zip code 45402. To book an appointment, call 937-228-3668, or you can learn more at richfeet.org.